0: All right, uh, Beto Duran, Andy Kamenetsky in for uh,
1: Cap and... All that noise he makes.
0: <laughs> we were talking about ambitious failures, Andy, like in entertainment. Like there's cop rock qualifies. What, what else? Because I was like, when Andy gets here, he'll have a pretty good eye, like some really good Ambitious
1: failures? Really
0: ambitious failures.
1: What, 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 what's the point of ambitious failures? Where'd that come up from? A uh, list, of, uh, the list the of, of,
0: of terrible TV decisions.
2: Right. Terrible TV
1: v- decisions? Via,
2: via Rolling Stone. Uh, um, well, let's see.
3: They're, well, I love
1: all the ones that ABC does.
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a failure in the entire history <laughs> no, no, of ABC or their parent company, Disney. Right. Uh, never, <laughs> never. Not one. They're uh. flawless. What a run. What, <laughs> what is, I mean, you go you go back to Fantasia to where we are now, not a single miss, mm-hmm. Mr. Iger. <laughs> ah, um as far as okay, I'm trying to think of some like big time flops that cost a bleep ton of money. Right. Um the postman. With Kevin Costner. That was I mean, you can throw, throw Waterworld No, no, there. Waterworld made a that lot more money right? than people realized. Waterworld,
2: realize. I went back and watched it like during the pandemic when I had nothing to do, and I'm like, this movie isn't as terrible. That's where you realize, by the way, too, you're a year into the pandemic, right. like, I'm watching Waterworld. I'm watching
0: Waterworld now. Like This is happening. <laughs> this is what's going
2: on
3: right
0: now. We have officially run out of things <laughs> well, I, to do. I, 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 <laughs> I've got two hours before my sourdough is finished, <laughs> <laughs> so I might as well watch Waterworld. Yeah, that wasn't as bad as that. I'm
4: sure trying to really is
2: major movie. I mean, there's like the Okay, here's one. That After Earth movie,
3: the Will, Smith, Will Smith, Jaden
0: Smith thing oh, that yeah. they produced. Mm. It was like a, I
3: think like a hundred fifty million dollar movie that made like thirty mil. I thought worldwide. you were asking about like TV
1: shows. Like TVs, movies. TVs movies. Anything. Oh, TV movies. Oh, okay. Um nah, uh, all I mean, there's, there's battlefield, Earth. battlefield
3: Battlefield. Okay, Earth. Golden Palace, the spin off of the Golden Girls. Oh, yeah.
1: Did oh, you I remember that is that a that? thing?
3: Yeah, I forgot about that. Don Cheadle and Cheech Marin were in it. Wow. Like a then very unknown Don Cheadle and Cheech, I guess, looking to get into acting.
1: Huh. It didn't work. Well, it <laughs> no. eventually worked, but not, <laughs> no, not on the I strength of that. <laughs> How do you guys know this? Like, what happened in St. Louis? Did you guys know this much?
3: I, I am a reservoir of useless information.
1: Yeah, but that's bad. <laughs> Don Cheadle and Cheech are the Golden Girls? No, the no, Golden they were-
3: Palace. Uh, three of them, B. Arthur bowed out, but three of them... Opted to open a little inn like like a a hotel or something, yeah, like 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 a a bed bed and and breakfast, breakfast. yeah, Yeah. East Coast.
0: But here's (laughs) the the problem with this is going to be like when Andy is like 96, 97 years old, and like. He's in the home and he's just sort of rattling on about Don Cheadle and Undone, and they're gonna be like, he's really, he's kind of off his it's meds again. It's time so for it's his really, meds. Does anybody know what he's talking? <laughs> about? <laughs> like just go, I mean, just go to his IMDb page; it's right there. I, it's like I, it's um. It, actually, part of it started just because people actually there's somebody on in the Mason and Ireland community page claimed that this was the worst show of all time. Oh, for like real!
2: No, this is like the worst what, show in the no, world. No, this, like, this, 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 this episode this is the worst, hours.
0: worst show in the history of Mason.
2: Oh, they're oh, right. the twenty-something year. The mafia history. is not. Well, well first us. of all, the
1: mafia is just that guy Joey that tweets. He's the only one. <laughs> I'm not in it, but let me go look.
2: Um, yeah, the mafia is not loving us right now.
0: No, that's actually not. Ramon, sure. like, kind of come through since then. Ramon doesn't like you. Beth does.
2: I he's just like checking off names. Like
1: Hooper's ex, Golden Knight. Oh, Golden Knight's cool. Golden
2: Knight uh, is cool. All
1: right. Okay. Um. Yeah.
2: I mean, like, is, is there somebody that I need to have in my corner? It's not in like the you mafia? guys are new. You guys have been here. I mean, I just need to, somebody. Doing, do I need to specifically have in my corner to be? Well, okay? somebody. Somebody. Yeah,
1: yeah ask, the person like, in payroll that pays. All right. So that's well, well, the person
0: you need. Sweet. Yeah, you know, um, like Marcus is coming in a lot. He's going to be with you guys tomorrow. But like somebody did ask on Twitter, like, "Oh, BK's in the studio. Like, who died?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow! Like, oh, here the it show. is. <laughs> Dang man, three Ooh, one good. six. He <laughs> should have said that. Uh, three one six. Chris, uh, who has Dragon Ball Zs as his avatar, says worst show of Mason in Ireland history. No disrespect to all five of the Cam brothers.
0: Yeah, wow. I like how you, how really? do you put that in a comment and and also pair it with no disrespect?
1: Romp him <laughs> hates me. Okay, that's cool. I thought this was Bethel clicked off. <laughs> 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 Spencer G, these fools are out again. Thumbs down. All right. Well, they're still listening. There it is. Right. It's have to. Be, but then the Mason and Mafia. It's only like four people, so it doesn't matter.
3: Look, well, just. You basically have, like, the approval rate of a president. Sweet. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. Yeah,
1: you know, you probably have
3: about 40% approval rate. Oh, I will take look, it.
1: As a former umpire, you can only please half the people half the time, and who cares? You get paid. Yeah, That's I, it. I, Angel I, Hernandez, baby. He's still there for you. Did you, you see, by matter? the way,
3: his lawsuit got tur- uh, got dismissed? Shocker. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> Angel Hernandez, umpire? Yeah, he had some type of federal lawsuit. Uh, claiming that he had not advanced past a certain point because of racism.
1: Yeah, he wasn't getting playoff uh, games.
3: Right. And I'm my guess is oh, this judge or had watched he's baseball. Bad at his job. Like casuals know him as the worst hump in baseball. Where Twitter
0: is filled with Angel Hernandez missed that call. Yeah. Him and CB Buckner.
2: I mean <laughs> Angel Hernandez is shorthand for bad calls. Yes, like, this is exactly. What it is.
1: And the best in Sedona so will say, Angel Hernandez started in my little league in Miami. He was there. So he'll, he'll claim him. How did he
0: do that? Wait, how do what? How go from there to there? Also, like, how do you remember that? Well, everybody start
1: uh, because George played in that little, Angel's in his 50s, so, and then also, when you come from a certain area, you know, everybody's gonna claim you, right? Like, uh, Alfonso Marquez grew up in Anaheim and San Ana So he was umpiring in those little leagues So everybody makes a big deal Like, hey, he started here There's an umpire named Brian Walsh Who went to San Pedro High His dad was the football coach I, I know You talk about random stuff I know umpire random stuff So that's the kind of thing Everybody has to start somewhere I mean, but I, I think the The umpires in my little league Was like, you know, somebody's dad Like, wow. Yeah, and then, and then you start working A little bit more And you start working a little bit more And then somebody's like Hey, you know Like, I, I umpired high school softball When I was in college Because you get paid 80 bucks a game And you're done an hour and a half so then somebody's out there watching the assigners, like, hey, one, you have the time because games are at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. If you advance a couple more seasons, you can go to a college, and then you, then you're, next you know, you go to the Wendelstead School in Florida, and then a couple of kids get picked out of there, and you just go and go. Yeah, but the, the old guys are like the ones that are loaded. Like, you haven't seen some real umpires till you seen Sunday League Baseball, the beer leagues, that you and I played in before. <laughs> the umpire just show up, like, hey yeah, maybe it's foul, maybe it's not. Ah, yeah, <laughs> and there was a guy named Conejo in the league I played in Normandy Park in Torrance where his Conejo means rabbit. And you said anything, he was like, what, what, what? what? Like, So like, tuck your ears in, rabbit. <laughs>
2: this has been umpire talk. Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's, have, look, That's man, what do, me
1: and my best friend Clinton talk do, about all the time. How do you follow pencil talk? With umpire, With talk.
2: umpire talk. I mean, it That's makes standard. sense. What? They, you have a... Yep. We all got to start somewhere.
0: Sports Radio 101. Like, I was, I got to be honest with you guys, I was really deeply consumed with trying to get that game written and finished before 340. No plans for crossed What game? <laughs> the pencil game. The the, the, game, the of game of games. games. Oh, the ones we weren't invited to. He literally to. was, like, working on it as I, we again, were. Again, I was going, the game today. The one your producer Beto did not Durant's invite us to. Birthday. Got it was going I heard this yesterday. You guys were talking about they mentioned it's been Beto's birthday. You were coming in to host with Andy. By the way, it's Beto and uh, it's been saying Ramona most of the day, but it's Ramona tomorrow with me. But anyway, um I, I was like, oh Beto's in, it's his birthday. I have it's my game. Uh huh. Funches told me. For Beto's birthday as his present, we will make a game and we'll rig it so Beto will win. And the way we'll do that is by making the game. Here is a list of professional athletes from L.A. huh. Where did they go to high school? And you still didn't invite me to the game. I didn't make the game because they said, <laughs> oh, don't do that because Beto won't play. Why? I'll Because play they with- said Beto never plays.
1: With Mason. Oh. <laughs> I love the Ken brothers. Well, tell them that. You got to be there well, I mean, I, I go way back to the hoedown with you guys. That's when you true. had your Dodger blog at, for the LA Times, your Lakers, when every single time we've gotten fired, I'm always there for you guys. <laughs> and you're there for me. No, we, it's a trio of fire. It's fires. a trio. <laughs> we all unite because it's like, hey, uh, I'm no longer there. I'm like, oh, okay, so tomorrow I get the call. Okay. But it's funny. We got
3: the tree out of the unemployed.
0: When they brought us back again...
1: I had a um, chance. I was like, all right, there's a chance, baby. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. we, we had to figure out, like, I got some email from, it was it was, it was was Amanda had sent it, and it was another person from, like, HR and whatever, and the, the response from the person in HR was like, oh, those guys are back again? Yeah, <laughs> welcome back again. We are hard and to again. kill. <laughs> to yeah. the, this this group.
2: Um, no, we but, get employed by a punch card. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You, you get like a free ice cream after so many uh, hirings and rehirings. I think we're gonna hit the ice cream.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> that ice cream. They, they, st- they know better to give us a parking pass though.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs>
0: not gonna be here that long. <laughs> no, no, He's so not, gonna, you're you're not gonna, gonna be here long. Bergman here Who? still. Bergman. Yeah. Okay, still here. You need parking. That, I need validation. Yeah, me too. Yeah. From yesterday, three. Four. Yeah. Me, too. Okay, good. So,
2: yeah. Usually yeah. he
0: delivers that,
1: but hey, did I you have two, them all. Hey, yeah, did I'm you two go to you, school Nancy. together
0: at SC? Uh
3: no. 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 Wait, wait, what years were you there? Uh ninety through ninety-four.
2: Okay, so we just missed each other. I was ninety four to ninety-eight. Oh. Okay. oh okay. So we right. just that's missed cool. each other. All right. Well, yep. So we're the same
1: age. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Andy is significantly older than we are. See, I, I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't guess it. Yeah. No, nobody does. Right. That's Especially when they look at Brian. No, but that's the last <laughs> time we did a poll, I finally made it so like a pastor because I went I lost my hair when I was like nine <laughs> <laughs> no, he grew up basically like Charlie Brown right so I just had one hair and sort what, of curled around. Mean, like,
2: the hair. cruelest thing Charles Schultz could ever do right like why do you make <laughs> a nine-year-old kid bald no, like if
0: you don't,
3: if you have never seen Charlie Brown before, and you just see this kid with no hair, right? Like you're like, what is going on I with mean, this? Like all these children, all these children are unsupervised. There's not, there's narrowing an adult around. Like Pigpen has never seen soap. Is, yeah, filthy. It's kind You've of never d- seen soap. It's kind of dark context for Charlie Brown. And right? then you Charlie got a Brown. piano whiz. Yes, like the heck? But no guidance. This None. kid's practicing piano like eight, nine hours a day. He's clearly trying to get out of this town. And hey, why is he sitting on the is. floor?
0: Can't get a bench? No. Well, it's because his piano can't get a bigger piano either.
3: <laughs> Peppermint Patty like,
2: stalking Charlie Brown.
0: Just straight up.
2: Straight- did you have fun today, Marcus?
0: I did. Yeah?
2: Yeah, it was a great time. You want to come back? Uh, you know, they'll pay me, right? Uh
0: <laughs> How bad was the show?
2: <laughs> it's like being a
0: blogger. They pay you an exposure.
2: Oh,
3: awesome. oh
1: so you've
2: done TV? It's way. awesome. You know what? I, I've had a couple of those jobs. I still got you them. Know? Kids That's do so not Mason. work for free. Don't do it, man. Uh, can't Mason. pay your cell phone bill
0: with exposure. E- <laughs> you can try. You can try. <laughs> good you? luck. Talk about ending up on a list. Basically, uh, an um. Ireland
1: Mafia. Oh, it was a solid show. All right, Jerry Calderon. All right, good,
0: good, good. <laughs> Uh, I look, I'm still still taken aback by this is like the worst, no offense, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 no, no disrespect. No disrespect, though. But There's but been you some guys bad shows. You're terrible awful. at what you do. No disrespect. No, no, no. I'm sure you're decent. I mean oh, this,
2: oh, is, that's right. I mean, this is in the nicest way possible. Right. You're awful. awful.
1: On this stage, on this show, it's a Reddit page, that's what everybody complains about, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't that's know how the, to get there. This this so really I, I really I don't want to check
3: that. It's actually, it's a fascinating page. Is the, it the Reddit page? I find it really. You going to look at that. Yeah, I mean, look, dude. I've been doing this long enough. I don't care. I mean, and also, I feel like if you want to, if you want to criticize me, criticize anyone at the station, whatever, that's your right. Like, you can't do a front. Okay, let me job. tell. Me,
1: okay, since we're airing grievances here, let me tell you, <laughs> Br- Br- like Br- uh, Brian. Stuff? right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> but like, I I find it fascinating because it's this community of listeners who I would say eighty five percent seem to despise every show (laughs) and every host on this station, but listen every, every single day. Like it's not, a, not
0: the Twitter. Like the Twitter communities are all like Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like- right. of no, no, not is the- the of is little
1: bit of a little of trust- no. Is amazing. They a me in the Mason Island bit of a little you're a real one. The Mason little Mafia, of are little bit of a little it's of just, it's people. No, no. You know, the Mason of a little
3: bit of the little bit of a little fans of a station. they of just not fans of Brian and Marcus. of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little Truly does not bother me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just find it fascinating because it's this community of people who really seem to despise what they listen to every day. Every day. But they listen to
2: it
1: yes. every day. This yeah. is from uh, Dead Meow5 in the Circle says Hey, BK and Cam Brothers, uh, that's the same guy, I'm Marcus. the mafia is a bunch of bots who hate anything that isn't at Mason in Ireland. Y'all good here in the circle? They hate us too. They spend all day yelling at clouds. It's probably just Steve. Oh, so there's war. I love
2: the idea that there's a battle between
3: the fan bases of the two oh, yeah. shows. No, oh, there's, yeah. there's one side is the mafia. The other side is the circle of trust. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Travis and Sliwa community. It's oh, like that's Switzerland. Crazy. No, no, no. That's, that's, <laughs> they're just, they're just,
1: that is tumbleweeds. <laughs> they're all doing their own thing, huh? I can't even find that community. <laughs> it's too the really conversation to, to get riled up. <laughs> <laughs> right, you well, need a map. I'm still mad I wasn't invited to Game of Games. That I was rigged for me. It was I was ready. Well, that's to go. why we ended up talking they about tell, pencils. They told
0: me, "Don't bother. Beto doesn't play." And I've learned that it's, I know nothing about pencils. Apparently, you do not do pencils. It's National Number Two though. He did. It was not that bad.
5: They didn't say it was. Math, Laura's it, pretty good at it. it I, I like, actually, I'm a nurse. She played like, pencil
0: break. That was kind of. There was some stuff in there. It was kind of interesting.
1: All right, four twelve guys. Have a good show, boys. I'm out of here.
5: <laughs> all
1: right yeah that's
0: fine uh yeah uh, what is it kaplan and sedano sedano and cap next andy and beto in for those guys i'll be back with ramona tomorrow show of the year baby. best show of the year, year. mark i'll be will at hbc tomorrow at hbc tomorrow so that's what everybody's doing we'll see you uh, next time enjoy have fun Seven ten. 10 espn
4: this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple Must be 21 plus and present in present select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
3: Bam, ba da, bum. Go ahead. Do boom, ba <laughs> <ba-da-bom. laughs> Cappy is quite possibly in New Orleans right now, or on a plane to New Orleans. Do you have any
1: idea where Sedano is? Where is Sedano? Uh, Oregon. Oregon. What's yeah. he doing in Oregon? Um, probably building another house or something like that. He Ooh. took the kids up there for vacation. It's nice for the kids up there. I don't really know. No,
3: uh, but nice. yes, yeah. Oregon's very nice. Andy Kimonetsky, Beto Duran in for the guys. Feliz cumpleaños, Beto. <laughs> Feliz cumpleaños. Yes, thank you
1: very much. Beto Duran's birthday. Yeah. Las mañanitas. Do they play this at your house? Does we your, play,
3: your we, lovely wife play this for your kid? We have played mariachi music at the house. We wanted to get a mariachi band for our wedding, and then we looked up the prices. Holy oh crap.
1: <laughs> yeah, call me. I got a guy.
3: I, you know what? I got lots of guys for I that. I didn't know you as well
1: then, to be honest. Yeah, you did. We were friends. <laughs> but not at the level of you and Morales. What, which
6: type of friends, though? Like, oh, what category?
1: Andy's a uh, struggling actor friend. <laughs> uh, Andy's a 1099 friend. Uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, we've, we shared many in a press box complaining about everything. So okay, yeah. I have a dilemma right now. uh My brother left his
3: phone up here. Don't touch it.
6: Go through it. Read no, his text on don't. the air. No, they they shared a count. You there's brother. nothing bad. He's oh, your no, brother. no, You're no. Allowed
3: to. I don't know how to let him know about nah, he'll this. Figure it out. Yeah.
6: He'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. He's know not that, getting anywhere without it.
5: That happened today. So they were fixing my AC in my new apartment, and I was like, "The hell? Whose phone is this?" Like it was on the counter. And I was like talking to my boyfriend. I was like, babe, the guy left the phone. He's like, go give it to concierge. Like, they'll figure it out.
1: And you got concierge? Wow. Concierge. Anyways. Wow. So
5: then I
6: was like, probably a know.
1: gate.
5: Whatever. So,
6: which
1: of <laughs> your
3: butlers did they call? Yeah.
6: Don't most people have gates in their apartments? Yeah, there's like, and like a desk. Doesn't with like mean a they work. There?
1: Uh, you, oh, you have a desk too. Oh, we I mean, live
6: in Marina Del Rey.
5: Let's be serious. Wow,
1: behind the hey behind the water was. No,
5: I don't live in Marina Del Rey. Uh-huh. She does okay. behind so the hard. glass.
1: It's a whole Ooh. different world over anyways, there.
5: Anyways, whatever. Oh,
1: and you have AC. Oh, I do
5: have AC. That wow. was wow, like, that was the
1: thing, bro. Like I was like, Man. I need AC.
6: But anyways, I, yeah, go I drove down with there. the
1: windows down today because it was hot. <laughs> Wait,
6: update, update. I just
5: got a text from Brian. Hey. Can you open the back door? Left my phone in there. I told you it wouldn't get far. <laughs> yeah. that's, true. that's true. So the guy was like, Oh my God, thank you so much. He was so grateful because I guess he's done it before and they have not given him the phone back.
1: Oh, that sucks. i, like, I that so I'm losing that up. right now. Yeah, actually, coming
3: uh, our trip that we just got back from Mexico, my wife left her phone in the cab. Whoa. And we wow. managed to track this down. No. This incredibly nice cab driver. Drove, what city were you in? Uh, we, well, we got picked up at LAX. Where yeah. do we live now? No, where you got you no, left the cake. Uh, oh no, 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 no. This was in LA.
1: Oh, okay. No,
3: no, no. This was in LA. But you're in Oaxaca. No, no, we we're not in <laughs> Oaxaca. We we're in LA. And it took a while because you know, the guy was doing his job. He had to finish his rides before he addressed us. Yeah. But he drove the phone back to us. I offered to meet him somewhere, nice. but he drove the phone back to us and Gave him a gave him a little reward for his trouble in that, but
1: yeah, you needed was, a screen.
3: It was incredibly nice.
1: That's like, cool. That's cool.
3: But she was, she was freaking out. Yeah. She did not think that this thing would be found. She's also not terribly patient. I was like, babe, it's uh, been she's like let an let hour. Email. I
5: get it. No, no I'm the oh, same. God, she was yeah. like. Mm.
3: We hadn't heard back in like an hour. Or something. I find my phone. She's like, "It's lost. It's lost forever." I'm like, it's "Babe, <laughs> it's, it's been an hour." The, guy, the guy's working. It's like me. there was a there was a couple times where she was like, "Have you heard back? Have you heard back?" I'm like, "No." Then I realized I had been actually calling a different number, trying to track him down um. than the number he had called to reach me. He's like, "He's not coming back, is he? He's not coming back. It's gone for." I'm like, "Babe, Done. he's working. Done. He's working around us. Be patient." <laughs> You are correct, Laura. The
1: Latino's not.
5: Yeah, perfect. yeah, I And It's
1: not even that. She's from Texas. It's even worse. <laughs> and she's like Corpus Christi, Texas, right? Um, or Rio Grande Valley? Rio Grande Valley. Yeah, man. That's that Gulf of Mexico water. It's different over there. Yeah, uh, she's Brown, feisty. Brownsville area. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, all right, You right. Know, I'm going to leave her alone now. She's nice. <laughs>
5: yeah, I was going to say, but calmate.
1: Nah. She ain't, I don't even know who she is. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's up, AK? Not much, man. Not much. How, what do you got going on after? Nothing, this man. Show? Um, I I've, I said it yesterday. I'm officially washed. Um, so I worked out yesterday at the sand dunes in uh, Manhattan Beach, and I tried to do the same workout that my kid did. And like I like th- running the beach hills. No, the, the the sand dunes going up and down. Like all a lot of right. the athletes do. So we've been doing it. And whatever the Levar, the LeVar workout that he used to have the kids do. Yeah, I mean West like the South Bay Lakers were there doing that workout. Okay. I'm gonna say I did more than them, but you know, I didn't have my own photographer there. Anyways, uh I did it with some friends and then I was like, let me do exactly what he's been doing this summer. I, which I don't normally do, because I'm like telling him I'm keeping the time, I got the water. You know, I know my role. I was like, let me try it. And boy, oh boy, did I make a mistake because I threw up halfway through. You threw up? Yeah, because it's a I I I only drank a little bit of water, I only drank a little bit of coffee because I knew it was going to be hard and intense. I threw that up, just the liquid. Because I was doing sprints up the hill, up the sand dune, and I just got lightheaded and it just like, boom. So I was like, yeah, I'm officially done because I know I can hang with people. Oh like, damn, so I have 45 today, so I did the official, uh, I'm getting old. So I said it yesterday, I'm a, I, I'm, I've admitted I'm washed. I can still run a half marathon right now, no training, I'll go do that, that's no problem. But you got to know your limitations. You know what?
3: There's something really comforting about just acknowledging that you're washed and leaning into it, like it's it, like in the beginning it sucks, yeah. But then all of a sudden, that acknowledgments and the acceptance it so that was yesterday. night.
1: That was last night, right? I even said, you know, I'm gonna go buy some Air Monarchs, You know those Nike the dad shoes. I'm ready to grill. I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna go lean into it for the bit. You know, for Morales for the bit. I went to the Nike store. Which, by the way, I apologize to the Nike uh, outlet in, in uh, Redondo or the South Bay. They actually said hello to me today when I walked in, so shout out to them. You, a couple weeks ago, they all ignored me, and I didn't buy anything on purpose. But today, they said hi. Anyways, I saw them, saw the Monarchs. I picked them up. I took a picture in the circle, and I was about to buy them. I'm like, hell no, man. <laughs> no, no. I ain't doing this. No. I put them back, put my vans back on. So I might be washed, but I'm not old man washed. Well, I did not buy the Monarchs. I Forget you. You avoided...
3: The less expensive but still equivalent version of the Porsche. Yes, that so, would have been the shoe version of the Porsche, where you're overcompensating for aging, and it's the shoe version of the midlife crisis. Yeah, it
1: was the it was it was such a washed moment that I didn't even go get the monarchs that were on the display. I went to the back clearance section to find them, and I was ready to get like a different size just for, to save the thirty bucks. Like I became cheap old wash guy. Nah, nah, I'm too too fashionable. Nah, I'm not doing that. So I didn't buy the Monarchs. I'm going to put them off for another five years. So I did post a picture, and uh, my daughter was like, Dad, don't do it. Like, don't do that. And I, the picture I have in the Circle of Trust of me holding the pair of Monarchs, the white ones and the black ones. Well, let me go see this. Yeah, and it, it's, uh, I had, I had a, a stinky face on. So, you know, it was just disgusting. So I went and bought some Air Maxes. I feel way better about myself. Spent double the price. Okay, so see, good. I'm not
3: even a shoe guy, so I'm not sure what you what you are referencing. Oh, you don't know. The,
1: you don't have to be a shoe guy. You have to. You know what a wash guy is. Oh though. no, no, no. I'm mean, <laughs> saying the
3: monarchs versus on. Oh, Beto, I'm plenty familiar with with what it means. Okay, to You be know washed. what Air Maxes are, though. There's no, a, I don't. There's an Air
1: Max Day. I, I truly don't. So here's know the what picture of me in the. Oh. Okay. Oh, you like those shoes, huh? No. Okay, good. I <laughs> no, I don't. Wait,
6: did you buy, did you say you no. bought the Air Maxes?
1: I tried them on Lens. I,
6: I, I tried on the
1: the, the Monarchs. Oh, and okay. by the way, they're no. super comfortable.
6: But so are Air Maxes. So I just so bought, I bought a pair. the Air Maxes. I bought Air Max 97s. They're the most comfortable shoes yeah, ever. Yeah,
1: so I just went and paid I double. I love my Air Max. Oh, I love Air Max too, but I was just giving that. Giving into being washed an old man, and like I was ready to walk around with like jorts and like you know like <laughs> jorts.
6: <laughs> jorts are making a comeback. Just saying, they are. They, they are cicados. making a comeback.
1: I know. I've seen actually a fair amount of jorts. Yeah, the jorts. My kid was wearing some the other day. It's at. I guess they're back in the style. John Cena
6: made them cool again. But you know?
1: I did not buy the monarchs. I'm holding out for another one. I was gonna wear them to the golf tournament, the 19th hole that we're hosting. I was gonna wear them tomorrow for uh, Hollywood Park Casino. My like, hell, no, man. Here's the thing too. In the photo in the circle of
3: trust with you holding the shoes, the shirt that you're wearing, this button-down, is also very
1: old, man. Like, it's very lean. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I got the uh, No, the the shirt I got is with with my ducks. It's my golf shirt because it's a nice polyester because I took the kids shopping this morning, uh, both kids. And we, they both got new shoes a bunch of stuff. I so said, my kid's going away, but them whatever he needs. Then we went to a glass of a little barbecue uh, my daughter wanted to go to. So we went to the mall, Had the Delamo Mall, had a good little like, experience. The Delamo Mall? Oh, yeah, all, you never know. All I think about whenever I
3: see the Del Amo Mall is the movie Jackie Brown.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's
3: changed a lot. Because half the movie takes place in yeah. the Del Amo Mall. And
1: the other half was done in Carson. Yeah. Uh, the, across from City Hall, where I used to work. So we saw them getting filmed. And one further... The bail bond spot in Jackie Brown was right next, right next to um, uh, a taco spot where my yes. cousin worked at. My cousin Juan worked at Tacos El Charro, which is that is now an IHOP. <laughs> that is okay. I don't know if it's his best
3: movie, even though I think it's one of his best. It's my favorite of all of Tarantino's movies, Jackie Brown. It's good. I think it's a really great movie. It also, as you mentioned, kind of a South Bay ish
1: travelogue for LA. Yeah, well, he grew up in, like, Tarantino went to, like, Norbon High for, like, almost a semester or something like that. I think he's from, like, Hawthorne. Uh, He spent a lot of time on the Hawthorne Boulevard, Lamita, Harbor City, all that area right there. Yeah, yeah. That's why you'll hear some of the Carson Twin. Do you, so like,
6: do you like that movie better than Death Proof? Because that's my favorite Tarantino movie.
1: I do like
3: it better that's than Death Proof. That's a great movie, though. Have you seen, seen It's it. fun. It's a, it's a fun movie. I, Kurt I,
6: Russell is fantastic in yeah. that movie. I mean,
3: it's his homage to the grindhouse genre, so the drive-in so in genre. It, it's a lot of fun.
6: I think it's probably like top 10 favorite movie of mine. Death Proof? Yes. I think it's fantastic. It's That's fun. when I can watch it over and over again.
3: It's a lot of fun. You know, it's it's part of that trilogy. There's the one that Robert Rodriguez did that uh, Rose McGowan's in, um, where she's got that, like, machine gun leg. Yeah. I, I forgot the name of it. What's it called? Death Proof? You've yeah. never
6: seen Death Proof? Oh, Kurt is no. so, so good in it. Like, Rosario Dawson's in it, Rose McGowan. It's love her. It's a great movie. It's a good good flick. Right.
3: Yeah, it, it is fun. He's,
6: was it Stuntman Bob?
3: Yeah. Stuntman it's, it's, Bob. Yeah. Again, it's like an homage to those, like really super violent drive-in movies, the grindhouse genre. It's, it is. It's
6: It's like moving along kind of slow at first, and then it's just like, bam! Just like hit you in the face, and you're like, oh, wow, that came out of nowhere. <laughs>
3: no, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun. All right, coming up next, the Lakers have, re- or the NBA, really. You're going to go straight to the Lakers? Mm-hmm.
1: There's a Kamenetsky here. Yeah, we do it. Duh. There's a Kamenetsky here. I'm following the rundown. No, you're the rundown. going straight to, the, 427, you're going straight to the Lakers. Or I'm just getting it out of the way. Just getting it out of the Wow. Way. This is peak Sedano right here. Well, well done. I, well done. Right
3: yeah. there. As
1: the Where's host, Tom Haberstro at? Where's he at? As the host
3: of Locked on Lakers, which, the, which is available five days a week and where you get your podcasts. YouTube, right? is there there YouTube? is a yeah. YouTube component. I feel like it's something that people would expect to hear me, you know, wax poetic. Cool. About uh, for the next bit.
5: 15
1: minutes, I got a phone call to make. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to call George in Oregon. Talk about the patos. Sedano and Cappy out, Beto and Andy
3: in for the guys. 710 ESPN. Andy Kamenetsky, Beto Duran, in for the guys on this day, Laura, in, what is it, 1983,
5: 82? It
3: says, yeah, 83.
5: 83. least, yep, the third single from 1999.
3: Prince, Delirious, part of the 1999 double album, right before Purple Rain. Get Down. Oh, it's such a, like, dude was just on a heater during this period.
4: Blouses.
1: All that good stuff. Game blouses for Prince. All right, so what do you want to talk about the Lakers for? Oh, look. Because this is the lockdown Sedano and captain without the YouTube component, according to Beto and Whittier.
3: Schedules out. Schedule's oh, is out? it? Yeah, the schedule's actually out. The NBA. Like, yeah,
1: the the, first, the the NBA Cup games, right? Yeah,
3: no, um, all of it, the entire. Oh, the 80- whole season. Yeah, the entire eighty-two games.
1: Oh, we're doing schedule breakdown. Oh, let's go. They're gonna go eighty-two out. and <laughs> Seventy eight and four. <laughs> now, is funny though. I
3: like. I was taking a look at it, if for no other reason than to uh, prep for the next Lockdown Lakers, <laughs> because you know it's August. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, dig, we gotta dig into anything. Today's show that just came out. We spent a good segment talking about Stephen A. Who regrets. Remember the infamous Kwame Brown rant from like 15 years ago. Yeah. He was on Paul George's uh, podcast P podcast. He said he wishes he hadn't done that. He actually, Why? Because he realized he went too hard and he didn't realize like it would stay with Kwame this long. And he's like, you know, I basically I hurt him professionally and personally. And he's like, you know, I don't Man. think I was wrong about what I said, but I went too hard. And in retrospect, mm. I wish I hadn't gone there. Mm. So
1: Why? Yeah. If you said it, you said it. Own it. Well, he is owning it. Yeah, but then don't apologize for
3: saying it. He wishes it's not even that he said that Kwame was bad. He's not taking that part back. He wishes that he had gone about it differently, like in a way that didn't feel so personal. I think
1: Kwame's okay because Kwame on his social media, Whoa. he goes, and the best about Kwame Brown's social media is that he's always driving yes. when he's on these rants. Yes, he like, he's clearly got that
3: phone yep. uh, thing at the, at the dashboard
1: yeah. set up. He doesn't wait till he gets home and does it in office. Like No, he's just doing it like, I'm going to go on my Instagram live and just go. And he is also too, because like
3: you and I both covered him. I don't remember. He was cool. He was really cool. He actually he was I really, a huge being. He, I real yeah, massive dude, so strong. Yep. And it was funny. There's one of the things actually Brian and I talked about during this uh, podcast today. The coverage of Kwame with the Wizards, you know, was so negative. And you know, he was Jordan's pick oh, yeah. and the number one. I expected this really petulant and honestly kind of dumb guy. The way.
1: He the way was he was painted, a, a, a dumb athlete from South Carolina was right. coming through. And he was the exact opposite. He's a bright guy. He was
3: pretty soft-spoken, pretty mm-hmm. introspective. You could see that he's kind of shell-shocked by everything that had happened with him. Yep. But like you, I thought he was really cool. But since then, dude has uh, rediscovered his voice. He's also rediscovered the South Carolina in his
1: voice. Yeah, very country. All right, so a Little League World Series going on right now. El Gundo is playing against Ohio. And it's uh, El Segundo, the first inning, they're down one nothing, And they have runners on second and third. So that's pretty cool. Is El Segundo typically a baseball powerhouse? Uh, it, I mean, in the Little League World Series, like it, it just depends on, you got to get the luck of the draw. Like, even even to get to the Little League World Series is crazy. To get to the regionals, because you play in your little local area, your little local league, then you play your section, then the district, and then the west. It, it's almost impossible to get out there. But El Segundo has a strong baseball uh, youth program. They have a really good high school. I was going to say, like,
3: do you, did you know that they're actually good? Did you? Did, is it surprising some, to you that El Segundo's there? Th- no,
1: because there's some facilities to hit in El Segundo. You, there's a guy, uh, former Dodger pitcher, Joe Beimel. He has a facility in El Segundo, like, kind of like the driveline facility, where you can go and work out with him out there. So,
3: speaking, by the way, of guys who are super
1: cool, Joe Beimel. Yeah, super cool. You and I both covered Joe yeah. Beimel, that area of the Dodgers. Oh, tied up, 1-1 in the first inning. El Segundo, Gundo, baby. You know who went to El Segundo? Hi, our good friend Rashawn Haylock. Really, from, from Channel Five, voice of the Sparks, yeah, Gundo. No, he's a cool dude. The Brett brothers, yeah, a lot of people. Like George and George and Ken Brett went to El Segundo High. I had no idea they were even from yeah. L.A. You didn't? No, well, you I, thought they were from Kansas City. I,
0: I
3: probably did.
0: <laughs> I probably
3: did actually think they were from KC. Yeah, El Segundo
1: brother. Yeah, so El Segundo has a good little league, man. And they and they, uh, they host a, um, the high school all star game. Uh, for local teams, right there at uh, Rec Park in El Segundo, it's always been the thing. Like if you grow up in the South Bay, you want to play in the Daily Breeze All Star Game, and right here, crew, crew, O'Connor, favorite athlete, Shohei. Okay, how I, many kids are just gonna have Shohei? So many. Okay, am I correct about this? By the way,
3: other than boxing, is high school the thing that you en- like purely enjoy? Sort of, if not covering, gaining the knowledge of because you light up when you talk
1: about. No, you know stuff. what it is. Uh, well, I started that back in the 2000s. Uh, at Hawthorne-Londale Cable, Challenge 22. One of the first athletes there, Russell Westbrook, who was in the 11th grade at the time. Losing um, her. Losing her high and who was telling everybody, I'm going to go to the Pac-10 school. We're like, Russell, no, you're not. And he, uh, he was initially going to USD. Uh, the reason I like the high school game is because he's still innocent. Enough. Right. Where kids will tell you when they're doing interviews – it's kind of changed a lot now because some of these kids are just freak athletes and studs in the NIL. And, and they know where they're going. And they're getting paid to go to ninth grade, you know. So, like, the private schools have changed things up. But it's just cool to see the innocence that they, they'll still have when they grow up. Kind of like when we see a rookie coming to the NBA. you're Like like when Jordan Farmer was around the first time, we're like, hey, Jordan, all right, cool. Then next thing you know, they're grizzled old guys. Like Sasha speaking speaking of the Sand Dunes, I saw him last week at the Sand Dunes. And he's going up, and he's there, and I look at him he looks at me like that whole, I think I know you, but I'm not too sure because I've only ever seen you in the locker room in a suit. And then we get done and we're sitting next to each other. I'm like, hey, man, I need some wine. And he's like, oh, you like my wine? Thanks for uh, buying my wine. And then he's like, hey, hey, yes. Okay.
3: First of all, for people who aren't aware, Sasha Vujicic has become like a vintner. Like he actually has his own winery. He also sells olive oil. I admire- Olive oil? Yeah. Yeah. You can order olive oil off his wine website. Okay. Something I truly admire about Sasha, and I also find hilarious, because if Sasha Sasha had a, an outsized opinion of his skills on the court, <laughs> safe to say. He did a lot of clapping for the ball. Like Even Kobe would have the ball. Sasha would be clapping for it. I, if you go to Sasha's wine website, and to be clear, I've heard the wine is really good. It's also expensive. According to Sedano, it's
1: a small batch. It is.
3: It's a small batch. The least expensive wine Sasha sells is like seventy five dollars a bottle. Like oh, the second most. That's ex- it. Yeah, like the second least expensive is bag like, of shells, baby, bag of shells. It's like, like hundred dollars a bottle. I'm like, good for you, Sasha, for jumping into this with the most expensive labels. Yeah, he, it's in, uh, it. San
1: Luis Obispo. Uh, Alexander wine is this called? Yes.
3: At which, do you know why it's called that? No. That's actually his real name. What? Alexander is Sasha Vujicic's given name. Sasha is a nickname.
1: Really? It's yeah. A-L-E-K, Yeah, Sander. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's a Paso Robles. Oh, he's got yeah. some good wine. Oh, no, no. I
3: I, I I, was making, you know, I was poking some fun at Sasha because it was fun to poke fun at Sasha. But Kobe heard, used to make
1: some good Sasha jokes. Ev- Are we ev- ev- allowed to say some of these?
3: I mean, it's up to you, but everybody, everybody in that locker room used to make a lot of Sasha jokes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But he rolled with it oh. because he was European and oh my god how do we get on Sasha Viti's attention but he was everyone Instagram was partner, when Instagram started mm-hmm. he was also uh oh. very adamant about showing off his cars do you remember <laughs> okay do you remember Sasha
3: they reached him so he bad. used to have a website and i think it was like sv 18 yeah. or something and it would have these clips of him Talking about playing six man volleyball in Manhattan Beach, and would have this like really tinny fake reggae yep. in the back. Yes, like, hey everybody!
1: Every- Speaking of George Brett, he's on the ESPN right now, it's, uh, cheering on uh, El Segundo. Travis Rogers' all time favorite player. There it is. Uh, were you in the in the Lakers old practice facility when Sasha's website was out there, and one of the players printed out all the pictures? that they put on the plane
3: Brian and I actually showed Kobe clips of them and he was like wait is this real and we we're like dude these are real he's like <laughs> you could just see he's like making a mental note of this for the next road trip uh next time we're on a plane like we
1: showed him these clips he's like Wait, seriously? Like are, like the modeling pictures that he had on the website. The modeling and like these, again, like the clips. They and, weren't even modeling. It was just like him posing, which now he was a trendsetter. It's what everybody
3: does on Instagram. Do you remember, do you remember Sasha had all the headbands? Yes. You know, he would regularly wear these headbands. Yes. And there was this clip he had of him. And I guess it was like an assistant or something like that. They're going through headbands that fans sent him and deciding which ones to wear. And I remember at one point, he's like, I have to be honest, Emily, this is a lot of headbands. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so... Sasha Williams. good for him, NBA champion. Yeah, two time. He don't hit those NBA. free throws. Those free throws were clutch, the machine, Absolute, The machine, the machine, four
1: o'clock machine. Okay,
3: that actually I felt bad for Sasha because everybody thinks he gave himself the nickname. Nah, he, he didn't. didn't. He actually did not give himself the nickname. Cappy Lindsey Baseball. And Chris Morales are taking you out to the ball game. Uh, caller seven right now, correct? I'm supposed to be doing this right now. Caller number seven at 877 710 ESPN wins a four pack of tickets to hang out at the Coors Light Chill Zone deck for the Angels game this Monday night. Presented by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. 877 710 ESPN. Coming up next, there's an NBA player that is expressing some interest in the overseas route in China. This is a name player talking about this and Doja Cat dared her fans to do something and they took her up on it. We'll get into all that next. Andy Kamenetsky, Beto Duran in for the guys, 710 ESPN.
1: Who's in love right now?
5: <laughs> Dang. On this day, this song came out. What so, song is this? Brian McKnight. You don't know this song? Nope. I mean this I do not my song either.
1: If it's I slow, watch. I don't know it.
5: Oh, I love R&B. Yeah, that's this not, is not his...
3: Was this a slow jam for you Laura? Back I mean, in the day school know, dance.
5: I feel like most yeah. people
6: know this song, right? Yeah.
3: No. Nah. This is I like don't know a good
6: da- like 8th grade dance song.
3: No. Nah. I was long out of 8th grade by the time this yeah. would be an 8th grade song. I guarantee
1: song. you my boy Vince from Riverside who's listening right now and is, he he uh, he's the guy that picks up when your car gets towed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he's like Change this, man. I'm in the 91, bro. I don't oh want to hear Brian McKnight. Baby, give me one more chance. So, anyways,
5: yeah. this was the lead single of his fifth album in 1999. Oh, the
1: fifth album? Oh, yeah. Well,
5: we do. I mean, this is what Morales does, but you know, we got generic imaging, so we're. Oh! You know, this is what we do. Okay, we are doing yeah, that. Generic! Do you know she called
1: him generic. Oh, no, I
5: said that the imaging. You said Morales is
1: generic. is generic.
5: That is not what I said. I He's said a generic
1: have, friend, you said.
5: I said we have generic imaging today day mm.
3: that's the same thing as calling morales generic yep. because the I man takes pride in his all
5: images. i heard well this is old imaging guys it's oh like, now you're calling him oh, old old morales
1: wow i can win today wow no you should know better all right now can we get some tension
3: tomorrow at the event Ooh, undeniable now he's undeniable Ooh, undeniably generic so who's going to asia Who's going to Asia? Well, nobody yet. But James Harden, who you may have heard. First of all, I believe he may still be in China. Uh And China was where he took shots at Daryl Morey, called Uh him a liar, said Uh he would never play for a team that Daryl Morey is a part of. And by the way, too, saying this in China, where Uh Daryl Morey is despised because of that tweet a few years ago about Taiwan.
5: Oh, okay. That is
3: essentially saying it with a home court advantage. Okay, okay. Apparently, James Harden has been loving His time and reception in China, and he expressed some interest, perhaps down the road. Oh, come on. In playing in China. He feels like he, I think he feels properly appreciated over there. He said, every time I come here, the love is just like, it's crazy. You know what I mean? So I feel like they deserve to actually see me come play here. Okay. Love is always crazy here. All right. Mm Okay. You believe it? Do I think he's about to play in China now? No, he's under contract. Do I? Could I picture James Harden taking a bag to go play in China with a couple you know, decent still years in the NBA? Absolutely.
1: Now, there's a lot of dudes making some good money in China. You're making millions out there. If you're a former NBA guy, you can go out there and get paid. Well, th- Now, James Harden is on a promotional tour of his shoe, right? Yes, he is. That recently released by Adidas. Yes, he is. So, Adidas, Harden, China... Oh, by the way, he's getting an appearance fee. Oh, absolutely. So he's also getting separate appearance fees to talk to business people, no to talk doubt. to millionaires. No doubt. So what's he gonna say? Nah, I don't wanna come here. Here's the difference, though. Because I hear what you're saying. There's obviously self promotion going on here. pay me and I will love Brian McKnight.
5: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: him for free. <laughs> I, 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 remember what I always say? If it's free, it's me, give me three. And if you wanna pay me, please do. But I feel like
3: James Harden, though... Yeah, go going to China. I could see him... I could see him... You know how there's a lot of conversation about with all the Saudi money in soccer? Mm-hmm. And could this start infiltrating other sports? Like this sort of thing? I've heard a lot of people wonder it with the NBA in particular. <clears throat> like if somebody... If a star player would ever leave the league to take like a 50 to $60 million bag, something like that. And I feel like for a lot of top-line NBA players... They wouldn't want to be the first to do it. Like nobody's going to want to jump in that pool first. Yeah. But I could picture Harden jumping first because I'm not sure he really cares that much about the NBA accomplishments. He's in it for the buckets, the money, and the lifestyle.
1: I mean, a lot of guys. Once you realize, once you get your 30s, now that I'm older, right at 45, uh, once you get older, you realize the only thing you care about is your money. Like the accomplishments, cool. There's things that you can't control. If you're in a bad situation, whether it's by your cause or because it's the front office or because you've been lied to, and then how he called out Maury for being a liar, and what was it? Uh, Who came to his defense? Um, Kyrie Irving, right? Because didn't Woj call him a disgruntled or he called him something like that, right? Where upset player and Irving was like, wait, because he's been lied to? So the players obviously have more control which is crazy too because Harden left the Nets forced his way out because of Kyrie yeah but when you're mischaracterized according to players it's is he really worth it anymore just to get in that argument with it but that's the other reason though
3: I feel I feel like Harden is going to start reaching a place where like his next contract he's not gonna make close to what he's making right now no 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 he's starting to reach a place now where I feel like the money overseas isn't going to be that much different what he might make in the NBA, the difference true. being overseas, he can do whatever the hell he wants.
1: Ain't that what we all want to do? Isn't that it? Where it's give me the most for the least amount of headache, <laughs> right? Does I mean does he seem like because somebody... there's only a few teams in the NBA that are actually playoff uh, caliber, and then there's like only true a true f- champion, and there's only a few that are elite championship run that we have here. If you're not on one of those, then what are you doing? But like of all star players
3: are like guys who are considered stars and he still is at a he's still a star caliber player
1: yeah you know, his he's a name
3: yeah he's got his own shoe adidas is there any star player you can think of who seems less outwardly concerned or motivated by a title i mean there's a lot of star players that don't care about titles right but how few actually bother to hide it less than him i kind of like it I,
1: I i like that he's refreshing like that where You know who really cares about the titles? The fans. And they should. That's what it's for. But when you're going through the grinder, whether it's Harden or Kyrie or whatever player it is, and you realize, whatever I'm doing, all I'm doing is making more money for this billionaire who treats me as a commodity, who's going to move me around. and That's why uh, winning time is different right now and the viewership is down, because can you really relate to that anymore? That happened 40 years ago. Right, it's a family business. Forty years ago, Dr. Bus was like, "I'm here with my guys." Now it's corporations and hedge funds and you know different people that are involved with the team. But you like, do you really know the owner? Are you really hanging out with him? Do you know what's going on with him? You're that's, an athlete. You're just a piece that's going to get moved no matter what. That's interesting. A, I hadn't thought about it that way before.
3: But other than like Mark Cuban, yeah, like. And I guess Jeannie Buss, just because she's been known for so long and she's part of that Buss family. Like, how many owners in the NBA do you feel like James Dolan is a third, you know, for all the wrong reasons?
1: For all the wrong reasons. All the wrong
3: reasons, but people do feel like they know James Dolan. I guess Balmer. Balmer's just such an outsized personality. Bathrooms, (laughs) toilets. (laughs) Like, how many? I would love to play for Balmer. Oh, I... Because he's going to give you everything you need. No, no. Uh, Bomber seems very, very... And he's going to waste as much as he needs to for you. But, like, how many... I hadn't thought about this before, but, like, how many owners does it feel like you actually have an idea of who they are as people?
1: Like, Cuban would be the one where I want to go play there because we know that he's going to do everything we need. Portland, who's in charge now?
3: I think... uh, Didn't Paul
1: Allen die? uh, Jody Allen. I I think Jody Allen. Is she doing everything she needs to get the team to win?
3: doesn't seem like
1: right it. so if you're a guy like Harden and you're going to be middle of the pack like yeah give me as much money as possible we know we're not going to win and then I and don't come at me with like oh you should worry about the titles this is that once you see the writing on the wall and you know how the, the everything is made and you know what you're lied to about what what you're told and what's not going to happen and you look around and you walk into some of these locker rooms you're like this is it this is all we got like it, like baseball look like some of these teams like Damn, this is, okay, so we're done in September. All right, cool. I know what's
3: going on here. Well, well, this is why, by the way, guys like Lance Lynn, for example, who just came over in the Dodgers, they're playing so well right now. If you're on a bad team in baseball, it's awful because the season's long. Grinds. It's a grind. It's hot. Like, being on a terrible Cardinals team, I mean, I can tell you, somebody grew up in St. Louis, it's so damn hot. In June or July, if you know by June this team is going nowhere, what are we doing? It's awful. Like, I can see where someone like Lance Lynn is excited now by actually being a part of something. I can see why he's playing better. Like, it's hard to be focused and really determined and like really try to give your best when you know this team's terrible. And it's 102 at 8 p.m.
1: Like, we've covered a lot of bad Laker teams. Yes. Where we knew, <laughs> okay, cool. When we worked at Spectrum. All right. Um, lottery preview. <laughs> if we do land on the sixth pick, what's going to happen there? I can't imagine being a player where your talent is being wasted, especially your prime years. Joey Otani. <sighs> Mike, Tr- I mean, Mike Trout. Yep. It's. We are not
3: that far removed from people talking about Trout as potentially being the greatest player in, in MLB history. Mm-hmm. Mike Trout's career, like he's been spectacular, but there's been almost nothing memorable about it other than just knowing he's really great.
6: You know what I mean? Like what? Plus what he gets is, hurt a lot? I mean, that's probably the most memorable thing. Like right? What's the
1: Mike Trout moment? There it isn't. It, it used to be where every single time a Trout was at the bat, you're stopping and watching. Like, okay. And I was there when he showed up as a rookie, and and, and when he hit that prime, and all right, cool, this is great, but the last couple beers, you're right, he does get hurt. You know
6: what what I think it might be? But
1: a lot of dudes do when you get in your 30s.
6: I think his moment, and I know that uh, this is a recency bias, but I feel like when he got struck out by Shohei Otani in the World Baseball Classic.
1: Not even
3: as an angel.
6: I know. That's what I'm saying.
3: I used to love all those memes. Can you picture of these two (laughs) on the same team? (laughs) (laughs) All right, be sure to join 710 for our summer tradition at Hollywood Park Casino, the ultimate Fantasy football draft party tomorrow at 4 p.m. at HPC. Join Beto Duran, Kirk Morrison, DeMarco Farr, Marcus Grant, producer Lindsay Baseball, Corporate, Greg, and Morales for a party party oh party tomorrow at 4 p.m. at Hollywood Park Casino. HPC, Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, and draft. Coming up next, What You Need to Know. Andy Kimonetsky, Beto Duran, in for the guys, 710 ESPN.